Hey there, I'm Matt. I'm Jesse. And I'm Ivana. And we're a full-time RV family. A couple years ago, we sold everything and moved our family of three into an RV. And that's been one of the best decisions we've ever made. However, it did come with a very steep learning curve. So we're here to share our stories, tips, and tricks for living life on the road. We're going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the black tank. Ew, Daddy! This is Recreational Variables. Why, it's a happy road that I'm Traveling on, I just can't help myself. You got me singing out a happy song since your sun came shining. I know it won't be long until your happy road is taking me home. Morning. Good morning. You got our workout in? Yep. We, we got, got our, our walk in? Got our walk in. Got our workout in. Daughter's doing school in the other room i changed the fuel filters in the truck very good it's been productive already I feel like tim allen was he rah, 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 rah. something like that yeah but only i'm nowhere near that status of awesomeness <laughs> okay i don't appreciate your silence on that one your laughter i don't, I don't that, that's where you come in and say no you are wonderful you are better than the tool man i'll wait all right what are we doing today we're gonna Uh, spin the wheel yeah should we can i can i spin it today sure i've been waiting to spin i've never spun it okay okay here we go (laughs) oh i don't like this one you don't i don't why because i'm horrible well at least i feel i'm I am horrible. Okay. I'll give myself more credit. I am not. My skill level is not very good when it comes to road school and or homeschool. Ah, so that's the topic. That is the topic. Yeah. Yeah. You should never say you're horrible at something. No, I, I'm, I'm not horrible at a lot of things. There is a bug. Yeah. Okay. It's going to taunt us. Yeah. Forever time. and ever. There's always a bug. And when we kill that one, yeah, many more come up. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And now our daughter is staring at us from the other room. Yeah, making faces. That That's okay. That's why we love her. And that's why she's so good at what she does sometimes. And the funny thing is, because we are talking about homeschool today, she's supposed to be doing some school right now, isn't yeah. she? And instead, she is not. Yeah. Well, she's done a majority of the stuff that she can do self-directed. And so now I think she's waiting on me to help her with some of the more uh, parent directed stuff. So the, the homeschool thing has been really interesting because it didn't, it, it, it didn't start out that way as, as far as she was in public school. So our daughter has not been homeschooled her entire life. No, It was something very new to us that came about around the time that we moved into the RV. Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically we had talked about wanting to homeschool. And so when I had come home to freelance, homeschooling was the plan. Um, But she was still enrolled in second grade at the time. And uh, we just figured I'll let her finish out the school year at least while we figure things out. And then COVID hit. And so then boom, she came home anyway. And, you know, we, we did our best to engage in 
the online school that they had where the teacher would send some assignments and you had second graders on a zoom call, which was really just ineffective. Um, you know, they were doing, everybody was doing the best they could. They, they could. I think COVID really threw everybody yeah. um, in, in the ringer. I mean, parents that worked had to move things around. Fortunately, I was already home. Both of us we're, were already home. Yeah, yeah, we're working yeah. from home. But the teachers, especially having taught myself for a short time, um, my heart really went out to the teachers, um, where they they get in the routine of okay, I here's here's what I'm doing for the week, and then boom, all of a sudden I have to change from classroom teaching to now zoom teaching or online teaching. And that was brand new at the time. Oh, so completely unheard of, which I know everybody dealt with. Yeah. Everybody yeah. So it was, that. you know, we, we just, it was hard to get her to engage in that. Um, well, yeah. When, when you have second graders on zoom, you know, I mean, there's dad walking in the background with a shirt off and not me, but, but you heard stories of this stuff, you know, right, like, right. like embarrassing situations. Happen, <laughs> right. Right. I know? was like, I don't remember that happening. Um, yeah. Um, with as difficult as it was, we still, um, we didn't know what we were doing homeschool wise. And we're at the end of a school year, essentially, or, you know, the last few months. So we just went ahead and we finished it out to the best of our abilities and our daughter's abilities and decided that for the upcoming school year, we were going to jump in and actually homeschool instead. And I'm so glad that we did because, mm -hmm. you know, even that next school year, they still weren't in person yet. And so it was, you know, it would have been really difficult. Um, our daughter had a hard time in public school anyway, as far as difficulty, um, sitting still in her seat. Uh, you know, she had some ADHD, um, tendencies and, uh, you know, and then there were these behavior color charts that they would do. And, um, that, those were really difficult for our daughter to, to deal with. Um, she was, she's so fidgety. Like she, yeah. she's got so and much energy She's and, and, you know, and she gets anxious and when she gets anxious, she needs to talk. She mm. needs to break the silence or, or do something. And so that was, she would have a tendency to disrupt, even though, you know, she's very smart, but she just had a hard time with that and a hard time with, you know, not being able to go to the bathroom when she needs to go to the bathroom, yeah, not being able yeah. to eat a snack when she needs to eat a snack, things like that, that would help her regulate herself, um, weren't available to her in a classroom setting. So being at home really made sense and doing homeschool made sense for her. You know, we just figured we'll jump into homeschool and do our best. And even if we mess it up, you know, I mean, we still, it's only our daughter's, you know, education we're talking <laughs> you about. You know, but I mean, she's, she's young enough. It'll be okay. We have time right, to, right. to adjust. And that's the big thing is, um, with homeschooling, you have to, you have to be prepared to be flexible. So you could prepare things down to a T and especially if you have a kiddo like ours, that's, um, you know, hyperactive, you're going to be ready to be flexible, be ready to switch gears. Um, some days just may not look like you think they're going to look. And, and I think one of the big misconceptions new homeschool parents have is that it ha the day has to look like a regular school day. We definitely had that 
misconception. Yeah. Like there's got to be science and history and math and, and um, language. And, and you, you got to fit it all in in one day yeah. and it's got to look like yeah, a certain it's way. Be eight hours. And, yeah. And, and really what you find out in homeschool is um, with that focused instruction that you're able to give during homeschool, your child's able to get through more more content in less time because they're able to sit and focus and there's not the distraction of uh, 29 other kids mm-hmm. um, or the teacher having to move through certain things like very structured, you know, getting, getting 30 kids ready to go to recess, getting 30 kids ready to go to lunch that, you know, all that takes extra time during the school day. So we found that she's able to get through stuff pretty quickly yeah, and that it didn't have to look like a regular school day. And so, you know, we were looking at different curriculums and first we sampled, it was like a, a free sample of a an online curriculum and it was just very dry. I don't remember exactly what it was called. It was very yeah, dry. Yeah. It was going to basically, you know, putting our, uh, what, how old was she then? Seven, seven going yeah. on eight, putting her in front of a computer, basically just reading reading stuff and it then, really seemed like like to me thinking back on it it really seemed like an ivy league homeschool like if your kid was gonna go to this ivy league top-notch school later on in life like here's the prep for it like it was it was just to I, me it looked like it was geared more toward middle and high schoolers like not an elementary school type of education it just it wasn't wasn't fun and engaging yeah. You know, it didn't, it just didn't work. So, and again, we, we knew nothing no, about so we, homeschool. You know, and, we were, we curriculums. tossed that pretty quick. Then, um, I ordered like a boxed curriculum. So it was like curriculum in a box. And I ordered that through Timber Doodle. And the stuff was really great, uh, really high quality stuff. But I ordered like the deluxe set or whatever i didn't know mega pack and it came with so much stuff so first of all we're in an rv and it came with (laughs) so much stuff so that was overwhelming in and of itself and then on top of it i was still as a new homeschool mom i'm trying to figure out how to schedule these things out and so it was it just felt like a lot and there was a lot on the plate plus as a family, you have to also consider where you're at as a family. And this is where different seasons of your life, you'll be able to do more or less depending what's going on in your life. So here we are in this, you know, COVID era, just moved into an RV, new lifestyle, new to homeschooling, all this stuff. And, you know, having a curriculum that had so much stuff in it was just it was just way too much. It was too much for me. It was too much for our daughter. Um, too much for me. And yeah. And so I did my best to simplify it. You know, I just keep kept on looking. There's groups online. I talked to some of my, my friends who are teachers or used to be teachers and got their input. And, and the biggest advice was always just to simplify. That seems to always be the advice with homeschooling. If it's not working, how can you simplify it? Because usually when you overcomplicate it, that's when it gets overwhelming. So we, we simplified it a bit. And so we ended up with a bunch of uh, books and games and different things that we just weren't touching, weren't using. So we did that for a little bit, but then I, I came across um, a computer-based one. It was not online, 
but it's called Switched On Schoolhouse, and it's one where they send you a USB stick. It's got the grades curriculum 100% loaded onto it. And then after you go through, you know, the, the setup process and install. Yeah. And you, you can set up your, your own schedule. Like how long yeah. do you, do you want this to take? And I, yeah. I think that was really beneficial that, for us. That really helped for that first year because we, we decided to do year round homeschool because we didn't know with traveling in this lifestyle, we didn't know exactly when we would need to take breaks. So we figured if we set it to just a year round schedule, um, then we can take those breaks as we need and it wouldn't be as big of an adjustment. Um, you know, like we're not having to add on at the end of the school year or anything like that to make up for a snow day unintended breaks. Yeah. Yeah. But she did really good on that. Like, like she she really enjoyed that. And I think that that was in a phase of like, Ooh, I get to use the computer. Yeah. And so that was of interest to her. And that's the thing. She was interested in that. So we allowed that. To keep her yeah. almost engaged, but I think she did pretty well. Yeah, she did through that and curriculum. It was uh, it was also interesting. One another thing uh, um, is grades. So that had it had grades, but you could choose the way that it presented them. And what we found out was our daughter really responded better if she didn't see whether she was getting an A, B, C, D. Uh, with you know she. First of all, she pulled mostly A's. Sometimes she would get a B or a C on an assignment, um, you know, and we would just go over it and she would correct it and it was fine. But it really messed with her head to see anything other than an A on the screen. So I was able to set it so that she could only see the percentages. And then we would just celebrate like, oh, yay, you you got an 81%. Great job. And she felt a lot better than that than to hear that it was a B. Because yeah, all yeah. she in her head a B is not an A, so well she she just strives for perfection. That's yeah. really cool to see, but you got to reel that in and yeah, and we, find we the creative ways which you've excelled at at praising her successes and not making her feel like she ha- you know has to be perfect. I mean, yeah. obviously we don't expect her to be perfect. No. We want her to do her best well, and and the goal the goal really the goal of learning is not not to like nail it right away. The goal of learning is to learn. And so mm-hmm. even if, if you're, if you mess up, if you don't get it right the first time, if you learn how to get it right, isn't that, isn't that the goal? So for so, the kids and us. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, so you you got it wrong on this test, but then we went over all the things that you got wrong and now you've proven that you can get them right. That's good enough for me. Yep. I bet, you know, let's move on. Um, so, you know, yeah, that, and that, that computer based, they had videos, they had some little games and things. So it was more engaging for her. But by the time we started in on a second year curriculum for her, she was starting to have a hard time sitting on the computer, starting to have a hard time going through. And I think also with it being fourth grade, it was getting more advanced. She just, she needed something different. She started opening some old workbooks that were sitting from that first curriculum and she was really enjoying doing those workbooks. So So then the light goes off in our head. Oh, hey, look at that. She's enjoying workbooks. workbooks. So, so we, we, um, first we tried, um, it was something called fun schooling books and those were those were not bad she liked them but the thing the beef i had with them and especially with our our lifestyle and where we were at at the time <clears throat> was it required 
a lot of getting on the internet. So those books, um, they were very child-led learning, which she was excited about. But then everything was, you know, get on the internet and watch a video about something and then come back and write in this space about the video. And so it was just a lot of having to get on the internet. And at the time we were, uh, we were in a place, we were stationary in a place for a while where we had very poor internet. And on top of that, I just don't like personally, I don't like my child getting on the internet for everything. Um, I don't think she's ready for that. And so she can't do any of that without our supervision. Um, so, so we tried those, some of them worked for us, some of them, some of them, not so much. And then even just, uh, there was a random book. I think it might've been like a scholastic workbook for fourth grade that she we got at Walmart. We walked, yeah. We walked past <laughs> it at Walmart and she started, started begging for it. And at first I was like, no, 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 we we've got other stuff or, you know, we'll figure something out. And she was just begging for it. And it was $10, I think she actually enjoyed doing it. And, you know, I could see that she was learning things that had several different subjects in it Mm -hmm. that got us through a short period of time. Um, but I knew it wasn't going to be able to be a, it wasn't a full curriculum and it also didn't, didn't necessarily explain everything in depth. So that is where we landed on the good and the beautiful curriculum. And we've been using it for about a month, month and a half, maybe. Mm -hmm. And that curriculum has been working really well. Um, She was excited to pick like the science subjects and pick the different things. She's excited that the way that it like the, they integrate art projects and crafts and experiments and things into it. Um, For me, there is a good, there's a good mix of her being able to do some things on her own and then me coming in and supporting for other parts of the lesson. And, yeah. and so, but it's pretty easy. I, you know, I don't have to be an expert on any of the subjects. I can open the books, read them to her, and then she follows along and does the assignments and, you know, and it's, that works for us. And, um, so, I mean, we, we definitely found a solution that's great for her. Yeah. You obviously see her learning and it's good for you. It's something that you can, um, do. And, and, um, like you said, you don't have to be perfect at it, but you are doing such an incredible job. Your patience with her, your, your understanding, your flexibility. I'm not like that. I mean, when, when I was there, there was a short period of time, you know, I think when she had the switch on schoolhouse where I was the main one doing the homeschool with her and I, I would just get frustrated because I just felt like everything had to be structured. Um, and she had to get through this. She had to understand it. And, yeah. Yeah, I, I I still struggle with that. Yeah. From from time to time. And you just look at me and say, Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, because it, it'll be things like, um, for whatever reason, you know, she's having a meltdown over math one day. And, you know, there comes a point where instead of forcing her, no, you must do this math today maybe it'd be better if we switched gears and let's do some physical education. Let's, let's go ride a bike or something instead. And we'll do, we'll save the math for tomorrow um, when she's more regulated. And, and that's something that I think, yeah, you, you had a hard time with that because, you know, it's, it's just like anything you, as a parent, like you tell your kid it's time to do something and you want them to do that. But, yeah, yeah. um, you know, if, 
if she's not emotionally and physically regulated, she's not going to learn diddly squat anyway. So exactly. And I, I guess I, I, I always looked at it as, Oh my gosh, she's not doing the math homework for today. Oh no, she's going to suck in math. She's not going to get anywhere in her life. Who's going to take care of me when I'm older? You know, that that type of thing. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, just freaking out about it, but, but you, you're just so, you're so gentle with her and, and it's just so amazing to watch you adapt, you know, kind of like what, what you touched on being able to, to be adaptable, to switch gears when you need to, you understand that. Um, and you live that and, and it's really cool. Well, I thank you for that, but I also feel like I should put out the disclaimer that I'm not successful at that a hundred percent of the time. I, lose my crap. I get stuck, you know, act like a stick in the mud. Sometimes I get stuck in, I get stuck too. And I, I lose it and, Mm -hmm. you know, find myself having to apologize to her. And so I know I'm not, I'm not perfect. Um, and that's, that's okay, you know, (laughs) but no, just, you know, don't, don't anybody hold yourself up to that. This homeschool experience has to be perfect. Um, and it's, so it's, it's not going to be, Yeah, it's not going to be, yeah. but, but the great things about homeschool is that extra time with her, that, that bonding, yeah. that connection, you know, that's, that's really important. But the thing that I was really looking forward to throughout, you know, the years that we've talked about, oh yeah, I definitely want to homeschool my kid is the ability for them to learn something in a book and go out and experience right that stuff. Or just experience it without the book. Or, or experience it without yeah. the book. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I like what you said as, as far as you know, when, when you were talking about the math, um, Hey, she's breaking down over math. Let's put math off t- for tomorrow and go get some, what you would call in schools, PE or yeah. physical education. And you said, ride a bike. Well, yeah. you, you're not going to hop on a bike at a school right. and go, you know, well, and, go do laps. and you can't do PE whenever you want. So if it's, if it's science time at school and that's what's scheduled, your kid who's really needing a physical outlet right right now um, can't just get up and do that. And that, I think that's why there's a lot of kids that struggle in school. Uh, I'm by no means a professional or anything like that, but just from what I know about my kid and, and how active she is and how hyperactive she can be um, when she needs that physical outlet, it is a, it is an immediate need. It is not, it is not a want. It is something that her body physically needs because she has to blow up that steam in order to, Mm -hmm. to regulate and focus. And, you know, I mean, that's a, that could be a whole other subject of, of, uh, dealing with, with that. But, um, you know, I think that's, that can be really tough with, you know, you only get 15 minutes of recess twice a day at certain times, but you know, if you, if you've got a kiddo who's, who's, you know, bubbling like a teapot and they're ready to blow they they need that physical outlet and um some teachers are really really good at at doing that for their students but understandably it's hard to do when you've got an overfilled classroom full of kids and so going off of that you know like other physical education types of things that we've been able to do with her are uh going swimming you know some of the rv parks have swimming pools um, going on hikes. We did a ton of hiking around, uh, especially around Utah and, uh, 
And so with the hiking, you get physical education. You also get science and geography and geology. And, you know, there's just so many things. And um, plus the experience, you just can't match that, the experience. And, and that was something else we were finding um, with one of, one of the curriculums. Um, They were doing history and geography, but the, they were in, it was all about the New England states and she was kind of going through it and kind of like, yeah, yeah. Why do I care? And, you know, it, it was, it was interesting. And then we realized like we're traveling and we're in different places. Why don't we, Yeah, we're look, over here in the West. And, yeah. And, why don't we look, and, yeah. Why don't we look at the history and geography of where we're at? Because we can actually go see it and experience it. And so like she was able to learn about Lewis and Clark while we were, on the Lewis and Clark trail yeah, and see yeah. some of the, see like some walking of the places. Where they walked yeah. and, and, and seeing the views that they saw and, and learning about like, Sacagawea and, and all those. Yeah. Things. And there was like, you know, seeing a, a boat that was carved out of a tree trunk um, that they used back then. And so that was a lot more engaging for her. And she, she still talks, she about loves that, going yeah. to museums. She loves, uh, you know, looking at that kind of stuff. And so, you know, and we would, and visiting forest ranger stations and talking to the forest rangers. We went to Yellowstone. She got to, see, you know, see wildlife and also just the, um, you know, the, all the stuff with the rocks and minerals there and the different oh, things yeah, going on yeah. in the hot springs and, and the it, smells. You know, she she's learned about volcanoes now, and, yeah. and we've talked about volcanoes in the past, but but she's actually studying that stuff now. We we have, um, in a certain part on uh, on one of our walls, like all this like volcanic stuff about the yeah. earth, the crust, the core, the magma, you know, and, yeah. and also, but when we head up to Washington, um, you know, there's, there's yeah. that opportunity to actually go there. I'm, I'm hoping all that stuff is open now. Yeah. After yeah. COVID, but I think so. But yeah. Like she can, last time, cause but. yeah, she's learned about Mount St. Helens and the thing was we've been in Washington before. So I was, as she's learning about Mount St. Helens, I can say, you remember that's that mountain that we saw, um, that volcano that we yeah. saw that blew its top. And so it has a flat top up there and she remembers and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, she's been, she's been up to Mount hood in the snow. It's a, a dormant volcano. And so she got to learn about all that. And as you're deciding what to do, you know, your child, if you can get your child involved in it and help, let them help choose and p- really pay attention to, uh, what they're interested in, because you can focus your curriculum around that. And it's just going to make it so much easier. Like if your child really loves cooking or baking, you can, you can do a lot of math and science, and science just and. within cooking and baking, um, even art within cooking and baking. So it's, you know, it's really, you can really get creative with, with what you want to do. And, um, you know, and, don't be afraid to change gears. Don't be afraid to change curriculums. Don't be afraid to change your schedule. If it's, if something's not working for you and your kids, change it up. If you have, you know, that's the beauty of homeschool and the flexibility there. And Watching her grow while homeschooling her and being on the road, which I know if, if you're already, you know, living on the road and you, you already have kids, you obviously know, pros and cons of homeschooling versus, you know, the, the school system. Um, but, uh, it, 
that that ability to travel and live what they're learning and experience what they're what they're learning and and um and yeah there's there's some people uh who they do what's called unschooling which is you know they they have no set curriculum and they they just completely go child-led um and let you know let the interests of their child determine the activities they're going to do and and what they're going to explore and you know i think that's really beautiful too and if if you can make that work then great you know there there's for me there's just not quite enough structure in that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for me personally but um it works really well for a lot of people so just figure out what works for you and your family your schedule your sanity <laughs> you know your sanity sanity is important so if you just got to figure out what's going to work. You know, that's, that's really all I have to say about that. <laughs> so instead of talking about her behind her back, should we bring her in? Yeah, let's bring her in and, and see what uh, she's got to let say her about talk so. about her experience being homeschooled. So yeah. why don't you talk to us about how you felt being in public school versus homeschool? And what are your thoughts on that? Pros and cons to being in public school. Well, let's say I would have to wait either five to ten minutes just to go to the bathroom. What are some things about homeschool that you like? Well, I don't have to wait five to ten minutes to go to the bathroom. And also, I can eat whenever I want. I can take breaks. I can play. So what do you think about the different types of homeschool that we've done with you? Well, my most favorite is the one that we're doing right now, is the good and beautiful one. I like having to do handwriting. Like, writing is my best best skill I can do. Handwriting. Because it's fun to just have a pencil in your hand and just, like, twirl it around to think. But also because it doesn't, it don't, you can read, you can write, you can draw, you can doodle on everything. Tell me about what your homeschool day looks like. It's usually do the subjects that are on the board. We can actually do a freebie. A freebie is where um, you could do um, a different subject on a different day. Even so though it's like, for example, out. like Wednesday, we, did, we didn't do science on Monday, but we did something else. Mm-hmm. I remember... I remember going to that RV park with Lewis and Clark and Sacagawea. That that was a fun one. And being on the road homeschooling, I'd rather do it if once we're parked in the RV park or something because I would get carsick. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to share the story. Well, we're, we're not going to make you do school while we're traveling from park to park. There were, there were times that she tried because she wanted to, but it made her really carsick. <laughs> I... Once I was when I was doing the computer school, I I was like, Mom, can you log me into the computer so I could do my school and then play scratch? And mom said, Sure and then I get it hour later. Oh, I don't feel so good. Yeah. And what's what's scratch? You mentioned scratch. What is scratch? Uh it's a coding program. And so scratch and things like bits box is not part of the curriculum. But you, but you found interest in that. So we added it. And up. so we added it in. That's the beautiful thing also about homeschooling is that, hey, you're interested in this. They don't offer it in a curriculum. Let's let's have you work on some of that. Yeah. 
and even um, Duolingo. Oh yeah, Duolingo, the most my most favorite on learning languages. Spanish, I'm still trying to work on. Just one stinking language is hard. I'm still working on English, so don't worry about that. I think you've known a lot of English, my friend. <laughs> a lot of English. All right. Well, good. Thank you. Appreciate your input. But we're going to go ahead and, and end this thing. Okay. Kick me out of here. I'm not going to kick you out. Do you want to say goodbye to everybody and tell them to subscribe and close it out? Toodles. Don't forget to click the thumbs up button. That's a fun button. Bob. Oh, yes, your happy road is a take a 